Welcome to the Direct Response Marketing Magic Podcast. Seth Green is a five-time best-selling author, speaker, and nationally recognized direct response marketing expert who is CEO of one of the fastest-growing direct response marketing firms in the country. To get free access to a download of his new book, Podcast Marketing Magic, and a free live training webinar that will show you how you can use a podcast to attract new customers and referrals like magic, simply register at www.ultimatemarketingmagician.com. On the podcast, Seth brings together some of the most cutting-edge thought leaders in the world to share with you how they grow their businesses and how you can too. And now, here's your host, Seth Green. The best marketing guy is my dad. First, he helps people with with marketing magic. Next, if you need marketing help, he will help you. Finally, if he is a mat marketer, my dad is the best. Welcome to the podcast. This is your host, Seth Green. Today, I have the good fortune to be interviewing Elizabeth Foxen, the star maker for speakers at ElizabethFoxen.com. Her passion is helping you become greater than you ever dreamed you could be, and teaching presentation skills is how she gets you there. Public speaking is one of the best ways to promote your business and practice, but most people don't want to go there because they think public speaking is hard and presentation skills are hard to learn. But if you think about it, you owe it to your people to be a star speaker, and Elizabeth is going to tell us all about that today. Thank you so much for joining us. Oh, Seth, I'm delighted to be here. I'm a big fan of yours, so I'm just delighted to uh, delighted to be part of this. Thank you so much. Let's go back in time a little bit. Before you became the star maker for speakers, where did you grow up? Uh, I grew up in Portland, Oregon, and I grew up in a grew up going to a children's theater because I thought I was going to be a famous actress on Broadway. As did yeah. I also, my life goal at age 18 was to be a Broadway star, and I went to Syracuse University Theater Department for undergrad, so we have that in common. Um, mm-hmm. Other than theater, what was your, I mean, that caught you on, on stage at a young age, obviously. Um, how did you get started in the speaking business? Well, I actually am an international opera director, and I've been doing that for uh over 30 years, I'm I'm old, <laughs> can I say, and I've been doing, I started as really, it's all about great communication, and so I've spent my life pursuing the art of communication, first as an actor, and then as a director, and now training speakers as well. I started in theater, and when I really discovered opera, I, re- I knew that that was going to be my my spiritual home, my artistic home, because in opera, you have to do all the same things you have to do in theater, and you have to do it in four or five languages with a union orchestra and uh, and around the world. So it's, and it's all so glorious. You think of it as the, the best musical comedy finale you've ever seen that gets your blood racing. Opera is that in spades. 
So I've Absolutely. been very grateful. Very grateful. It's took, taken me around the world, and still takes me around the world. And I got to work with people like Luciano Pavarotti and Placido Domingo, and hundreds and hundreds of other presenters. That is absolutely incredible. So how do we get from opera to speaker training? Well, I started about 12 years ago. I got the opportunity to fulfill a lifelong dream, which was to run a company of my own. And I was asked to create a summer opera training program in the Austrian Alps and bring American singers and European singers together to live and work. And I was so excited about that. And the only teeny-weeny problem was that I had to raise $100,000. And I was a starving artist. I didn't have $100,000. To do that, I had to give speeches. And that was where I learned that speaking to entertain, which is something I'd been doing for years, is totally different from speaking in order to get results. And I... You know, if there's, I tell you, if there's one thing I would have done over again, if I could have known now what I knew then, one of those things, I wish I had learned the techniques of speaking to get results and to motivate people into action. I wish I'd learned that sooner, because I think of all those speeches I gave on behalf of the opera, I could have made so much more money for the opera companies who were hiring me and my friends who were running the opera companies. Uh, if I'd known, if I'd known then what these techniques are, and this is what I teach now and what I train people, it's really how do you get people, how do you move people to take the action you want? Very, very, I mean, incredible. It's an incredible story. If it hasn't, it should fill, I'm sure could, and should fill a book. What are some of the biggest mistakes you see people making when they come to you and they want to get into speaking? Oh, my. Well, there, there are three that I particularly see. And the third biggest mistake, I'm going to go in reverse order. The third biggest mistake is the audience doesn't know it's about them. If they're not being relevant enough. And so one of the big things I do is help people match your message to the room. If anybody's taking notes, I would say match your message to the room You've got to give them what they want before you can actually give them what they need. And the mistake I see over and over again is that people are trying to, speakers trying to teach too much, and they're not actually addressing what the audience is looking for, what the customer is looking for. Matt, your message to the room. Okay, that is definitely okay. a writer downer. What, uh, you're going in reverse order, so what's number two? Yep. So number two is too much how and not enough why. And that's, that's a version of the old sales training of talk about the benefits rather than the features, which we've heard over and over, anybody who's taken a marketing class. And I'll tell you, directing an opera is totally marketing because you want to make those, you want to make that audience very happy. And you want to make the management happy, so they hire you again. So it's about moving people, reaching their hearts and tugging their heartstrings. And if you tell people how you do it, it's, they're not going to get expired. So really what I talk to my clients about 
is to remember that as a speaker, it's not your job to teach them about the thing that you train. Your job is to be a figure of hope and give them the hope that they can solve their problem by investing in themselves through you. And I can say that another way. That was kind of a convoluted sentence, but really it's about, it's as much as anything, teaching people how to buy from you. You've got to get them inspired and have them, let them see themselves succeeding with whatever it is that you are, that you are promoting, whether it's um, donate to your nonprofit or, um, or buy your marketing course or come to me and figure out why you can't find a, a boyfriend or a girlfriend, any of them. You're really about I, helping them identify the pain that they're in and then see themselves in this hopeful future that you're presenting. And that also, for me, is a way of getting away from being salesy. Is that really, if your intent is to help people solve their problem, and your intent is to show them how you could maybe do that, then you don't, then it gets away from just buy from me because I need the money and I want your business. It's about investing yourself through me and I will help you solve your problem. Let's go there together. Yeah, that makes absolute sense. And then and number one. Number one is not being compelling on stage. And that's the one I see over and over again. And, and of course, with over 30 years in the opera business and a lifetime in the theater business, I've spent basically my whole life teaching people how to be fabulous in front of a group and get them to do what you want. And what I realize is there are so many speakers out there that focus all on their words and forget to focus on how you deliver it. So, Seth, I'm sure, uh, have you ever seen a boring speaker? Absolutely. It drives me crazy. <laughs> and have you ever seen a pushy speaker? Also, yes. Yes, yes. It's the ones who are authentic and who can get out of their own way that really are compelling on stage. And, uh, and I find over and over again that people are either boring or pushy because they've spent all their time trying to get their, their words perfect and they haven't dealt with how you deliver the words. And it's really about who you are in the room. People aren't going to remember the, the words as much as they're going to remember who you are. And so, uh, oh, for instance, my, my client, Mary, was a wonderful client. She's actually a writing coach. So her words were great. But she's really nervous when she got up in front of a group. And her voice would get kind of into a monotone. And you can't see it on a podcast, but her shoulders would come up around her ears and her face would freeze. So really what we worked on with her was how to be grounded and compelling and to shut up 
the voices in the head that were telling her to be careful and really just believe in what she was doing. And she wrote to me to say, oh, my God, I had the most amazing time. I was really nervous because I only had three minutes and I wasn't allowed to make an offer. But I did the things you told me. And people told me they'd never, people said they'd never seen me so grounded and so compelling on stage. And best of all, even though I couldn't make an offer, eight people came up to my table afterwards and signed up for my introductory course. So thanks to what you've done, I made $8,000 in three minutes. That's certainly worth getting out of bed for three minutes for. Congratulations. That is an awesome case study. What do you like best about your business? What I love best is watching people, helping people become greater than they'd ever dreamed they could be. It's really, it's the transformation. Watching people know that they can do this. This is a learnable skill. That's the other thing is, you know, it's not, you don't have to be born a great speaker. It's, it's techniques that one can learn. You just need to have the right information. And so what I love is best part of my life is when I see one of my one of my people walk out on stage and blossom and truly give themselves over to the message they have to deliver and become a channel for that inspiration that comes from someplace greater than all of us. Uh, I get all excited about that. Uh, do we have time for another story? Actually, um, we do. Go right ahead. I'd like to tell you about my uh, one of my favorite moments. That there was this guy. He was a client of mine, and he had a big presentation to to give, but he was really nervous about it. But he was also he was fairly senior in the business, and he thought, well, it'll I'll be weak. They'll think I'm weak if I ask for help. I can do this. I've pulled this off before. And so he waited, and he worried, and he worried, and he waited. And finally, the night before the presentation was due, he called me up. Actually, he called me up at 3 o'clock in the morning because he couldn't sleep, so why should I, right? <laughs> so, of course. And of course. He called me up, and he said, I need your help. And since the the event was that night, we met the next day, and I just gave him three simple things to do that just clarified it. Two of them were about the way he delivered the material. One was about a gesture he was doing that was sabotaging him and he didn't realize it. And that night, I'll never forget watching him walk out in front of a packed crowd and he nailed it. He was just great. And he got a standing ovation and the look on his face as he stood there and took in that standing ovation after all that worry he'd been through, made me smile so hard my cheeks hurt. Like you asked me why why I do what I do. That's that's why I do what I do. And that guy, by the way, was Luciano Pavarotti singing the role of Radames in Aida at the Metropolitan Opera. Wow, that is absolutely amazing. With all the incredible results you've been able to achieve, what's your biggest challenge now? My biggest challenge now, um, I'm expanding and I'm moving more towards 
clients who are uh, who are really business. I've been working a lot with conscious entrepreneurs, and now what I'm really interested in is including people in organizations, especially women, who need to learn how to step into their power. And and actually, you can become more promotable if you are visible. And so one of the great ways of being visible is to be a good presenter. Uh, I It's all about I, the self-confidence training is sort of snuck in under teaching people how to do interesting meetings and convincing upper management to fund your project or convincing a client to buy your service or your use your company, all of that. And my sneaky, sneaky desire underneath is helping each person become the best, become their best, and to achieve the best, become the best version of themselves that they can possibly be. And that's really my purpose on earth is to help people step into this expanded realm and and own it. And that's really my favorite part, just watching people own their power. And knowing that, that I help. Awesome. Who is an ideal client for you? An ideal client for me is um, someone who has spoken to promote their business, who needs to speak to promote their business, first of all, uh, and isn't getting the results they want. I really, the people who know what they want to say and they're ready to take it to a bigger game. Those are my favorite people who really, it's like Luciano Pavarotti. He knew what he wanted to say. He knew how to sing it and all of that. What he needed was just those three little tweaks to turn it from something that he was really afraid of and worried about to a triumph in front of 4,000 people. And I don't care if you're speaking to one person or 4,000. The same techniques, the techniques are pretty much the same. And so it's all about helping helping people step into a bigger game. And what is the first step you would want someone to take to learn more about you? What I would love to have them do is to go to – I have a free gift for all your listeners. Okay. You can go to, my, go to my website and – well, there are two things. One is to email me at elizabeth at elizabethbachman.com. That's E-L-I-Z-A-B-E-T-H-B-A-C-H-M-A-N elizabethbachman.com. And if you go there, you can apply for a strategy session. Uh, I do ask people to apply so that I know that they'll be a good fit and it'll be a good use of their time and my time. And then while you're there, you can see I have a free gift called the Star Maker Secrets for Speakers, which is a series of short, useful email tips that come out about once a week. And each one is just a little tip that's going to be help you make your presentations better. Awesome. Well, we will send everybody to elizabethbachman.com to go get those gifts. Fascinating interview. Incredible story. Thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate it. Thank you, Seth. And may I uh, leave you with a thought? Of course. To paraphrase Mark Twain, one of the things he said was, or to paraphrase what he used to say was, the difference between a talking head 
and a superstar presenter is like the difference between the lightning bug and the lightning. So I invite you to go out and be the lightning. Thank you. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening. We will talk to you next time. Elizabeth, thank you so much for joining us once again. Thank you so much, Seth. Thanks so much for listening to this special productivity series of the Direct Response Marketing Podcast. I've interviewed hundreds of the most successful entrepreneurs, thought leaders, and CEOs all over the world. And I want to share with you one of the biggest ways I've discovered to triple your productivity that I've learned from these amazing people. Even better, I'll pay you $500 to test drive it. Just go to take the 500 challenge.com that's www.takethe500challenge.com to learn more thanks so much for listening this podcast is a part of the c-suite radio network for more top business podcasts visit c-suiteradio.com <laughs>